And now, it's time to sit back and enjoy the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. Welcome to Dave's Daredevil Podcast. I am J. David Weeder, but you can call me Dave. And this is a, a special episode. It's a one-off. The show isn't coming back, but for this one episode. And it's an episode I always suspected I would have to do at one point. I just didn't know when or exactly what I would do. And the topic of this particular episode didn't suit the Dave Cave Batman podcast. It only felt right to pull this out of mothballs for a simple one-off. Today, November 12th, 2018, Stan Lee, the creator of Daredevil, Spider-Man, The Hulk... Uh, basically any Marvel character he would have co-created or had a hand in has passed away. He was 95 years old. And I will admit it hit me harder than I expected it to. It really took the wind out of my sails. It, it, it hit me like losing a family member, which I didn't expect. I expected to be bummed and sad, but I didn't expect to be quite as emotionally invested as I have become. And it felt like something had to be done. I had to do some sort of catharsis. And hey, I have a microphone. I have a podcast feed. Let's put something out there just to share feelings for a moment, which sounds a little cheesy. And this may go down that route. I don't know. I haven't prepared any notes or anything, and I'm not going to do very much editing, if at all. So this is going to be pretty darn raw, to be honest with you. But that should probably be what this is, is a raw moment, because this won't happen again, thankfully. This is a very real end of an era in a lot of ways. I mean, we still got some cameos in Marvel movies to look forward to from Stan, but they're not going to be the same anymore. And really, the only thing I thought I should do is share my feelings on the subject in a, in a very raw and very real way. Something I usually don't do on the microphone. There's a little bit of a layer of protection there. But today, I think I'm going to be a little bit more transparent than normal. The main thing I want to talk about is Stan's influence on me, which is astronomical. I said it on Twitter, and I'll say it here. As a kid growing up, as a little kid, I couldn't always count on the adults who were supposed to protect me and care for me. And I don't want to get into the details on that. I'm not going to get that transparent to throw people under the bus. But the power of escapism is that you find characters or concepts that you glom onto, and those become sources of comfort or sources of guidance. And when I look at the characters that really had that protective influence over me, I mean, Superman's going to be number one, but you look at Spider-Man, he can protect me. He, he's got it together. The Hulk, I mean, he's angry, but he's protective. Daredevil, I mean, I kind of learned how to, to cope with things like my anxiety and the little OCD that I have, which thankfully is low level enough that it's not noticeable and I've made it that way, but I know that that's there. So I've learned to cope with that and learn to kind of make it a part of me, but not make it a thing that controls me. And of course, the, the X-Men taught me that being different's not always bad. Even though I can be awkward and I have that social anxiety thing, other people do too. And you know what? That's not always a bad thing. Likewise, they taught me not to accept everything at face level. You know, just to look deeper. Who is this person? I, they disagree with me in, in terms of religion and ideology, and yet they're very, very kind. They compliment me. 
in, I don't mean that they say nice things, that, you know, they bring something out of me that's positive. So not everybody who comes off as scary is scary. You know what I mean? It just made me look deeper. It made me feel more open-minded. And as I thought about these things, it made me realize that in a weird way, the adult in my life who cared for me and who shepherded me, who kept me protected, or at least feeling protected, was somebody I have never, ever met. And yes, there's a proxy there. You know, this is characters that he, that was, that stem from Stan. They're not Stan himself, but they stem from him. And there's a lot of different layers there. But in his own way, Stan Lee was able to care for me and give me a little bit of hope, a little bit of guidance, a little bit of direction. And I realized just how big an influence he was. Like he was, he was somebody who made a huge difference in my life with the characters he created. With the exception of Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster, Stan Lee arguably was a bigger influence on me, at least up until the age of 14, than my biological family was. And, you know, having spent a lot of time with one of his creations, or two of his creations, really, Daredevil and, and uh, the Hulk, he's had something that's kept my imagination going and had me looking at things in different ways. I can't understate the impact he's had on me, and I really am thankful in a lot of ways, you know, that this this complete stranger had a hand in my life and now he's gone. And, you know, it's hit me like a ton of bricks, to be honest with you, that, you know, I didn't realize, at least I didn't verbalize it. I didn't focus on the thought process of how big a piece of my life Stanley was until he was gone. So ultimately, if there's something I want to say here, it is thank you, Stanley, wherever you are, if you can hear me, and thank you to the people who knew Stanley, his family, his friends, the, the people who had contact with him for, you know, keeping him going in a lot of ways. I think it's important to say how somebody affects you. And, you know, for me to tie it to Daredevil, since this is a technical episode of that show, Daredevil Minus One is exactly what I thought of. Daredevil Minus One has Jack dropping Matt off at college, and Jack is really, really worried that Matt's not going to make it because he's blind. But Matt sneaks out at night and takes care of some bullies who were messing with him earlier in the day, and Jack sees that and knows his son is going to be okay. And I thought about covering it in full because Stan Lee was actually in the issue, but I thought this was a little bit more appropriate, just a quick one-off to talk a little bit. And I think I've, I think what I tied it to was the idea that Stan Lee would slowly hand off some of the characters and comics he was writing to uh, mainly Roy Thomas, but he would tie it off to other people. And I think he did that knowing that these characters are going to be okay. They're going to take care of themselves. So even though we don't have Stan Lee anymore, we don't have Jack Kirby or Steve Ditko, these characters are going to live forever. And through that, the creators do too. And we're always going to have a piece of Stan Lee in our life. It's trite and a little melodramatic, but it's absolutely 100% true. We're never going to lose Stan Lee. He's always going to be a part of us in one way, shape, or form, whether it's through Daredevil, The Hulk, Spider-Man, Nick Fury, The Fantastic Four. It goes on and on. These characters, these concepts, they are immortal, and through that, Stan has made himself immortal, like some sort of weird Marvel Comics horcrux or something. And I'm, at the end of the day, just very, very thankful for having Stan Lee's influence, whether it's secondhand, thirdhand, whatever it is, whatever Kevin Bacon number you want to put to it, it was there. He was a part of my life. Never met him, and yet he's one of the biggest influences on my entire life. It takes somebody incredibly special to do that, you know what I mean? So what I'm going to do is actually have a moment of silence. And I know this is an audio medium, but it seems utterly appropriate. I'm going to have about 10 seconds of silence. I'll watch the time. Please watch the road if you're driving, what have you. But, you know, moment of silence. Observe that, please. And so that pretty much is all I wanted to say here was just a quick thank you, a quick moment of silence, a bit of respect for our fallen. 
Tomorrow we'll wake up and we'll be in a world without Stanley for the first time, really. And whatever that world is, Stanley's still going to be out there in one shape or form. I mean, he's going to have some sort of spirit form in these characters. I know it's beating a dead horse, but at the end of the day, I'm thankful and I want everybody else to be thankful that we had Stanley, that we have his creations. They are gifts to us. They mean things to us. They're more than characters on a page or a pixel on a phone, if you're reading it that way. They are something more. They are spirit animals in a lot of ways. So... At the end of the day, I'm thankful for Stanley. I'm thankful for creating characters that mean something to me that I'm able to podcast about. I'm thankful for the escapism he offered, but I'm also thankful for the morals that he gave me, the direction he gave me, and the fact that it's come from a complete stranger that I've never met before. You know, it's like having a member of the family really put an interest in you. So I think at this point, we're at the point where I just say, enough said, Excelsior. I'm proudest of the fact that maybe some of the things I've done have entertained people. And you know, whether that's Spider-Man or Sergeant Fury and his howling commandos, or the thing yelling clobbering time, I'm, I'm happy that some people have enjoyed it. <laughs>